you know, it's really added insult to, to injury here, John. Essentially, you know, this is this has been completely uh, dealt with the, the wrong way. There's been a, a complete and utter disregard for students, and this is another example of it. You know, um, like I said, students were misled for for numerous months up up, up to this decision, and now. We're, we're nearly a full month since students uh, moved out of their homes on the 25th of May. That's when the vast majority of them were out. Some were out even before that. Uh, and a lot of them are still waiting for, for, for their deposits. And, and as you'd imagine, that's having a huge knock-on effect for, for them trying to secure accommodation as a plan B, you know. Um, like I said already before, Sligo's mostly at capacity at the moment. So, you know, that's, that's issue one. Um, and issue two is the students who are lucky enough and fortunate enough to, to find a plan B and to find accommodation after the, the abrupt cancellation of Ben Bulban and, and Milligan Courts um, is, is really struggling to pay a deposit now because they're, they're essentially out of pocket for, for two deposits. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a massive issue. It's a massive stress for students and, and, and their families. And, you know, there's enough financial hardship at the moment. There's, there's a cost of living crisis here in, in, in the country and there's a national accommodation crisis and, and these kind of Blatant disregard, acts of disregard to students definitely don't help. One thing that we are really worried about, I suppose, and it's also coming through on, you know, we're dealing with hundreds of students and parents every day, and it was really coming through uh, people who, who haven't been directly impacted or affected by, by the closure of these properties are still quite anxious seeing the news, are, quite, are still quite anxious seeing our, our statements, listening to the media, um, and, and they wanted a bit of reassurance that you know that this this won't happen them. So we we had to uh, we had to take the initiative to to, to seek clarity on that. We we've written to all uh, student accommodations for that the ATU Sligo students would avail of. Um, we've received written correspondence back from from a lot of them uh, to say that they would be honouring their, their their student bookings for the next year, which is which is which is great to see. And a lot of them have been very very helpful. I must say. In, in offering supports to us and, and supporting our members during this crisis. But we're still waiting to hear back from, from one or two. We're not very concerned about this, but it's something we're definitely keeping an eye on and we'll be following up next week. If we don't receive correspondence from them, you know, we, we may have to take issue with that. And, you know, there's, there's no reason why why, uh, why you shouldn't be able to write back to us and confirm that that's, uh, that students won't be there next, um, that students will be there next year. So, but ho- hopefully, hopefully it won't be an issue. But, you know, as... as as you kind of hinted at there, it's just another it's it's another issue on top of another issue, and it's, they're they're just really building all of this at this stage. Yeah, so I suppose us as a, as as a students' union, us as a as an elected body that represents our students, you know, we have to approach this this issue, this crisis from from a lot of different ways, and and you know, we can't put all our eggs in one basket. So, you know, one thing that we're dealing with is is obviously lobbying for the reversal of this decision to get students back into their houses. We've said time and time again that that you know one. One, one group's crisis, you know, we should be able to be compassionate um, in crisis by not, you know, displacing one, one, one group for another. And we should be able to seek solutions that accommodate both. We should be able to welcome both students and refugees to, to our community. And, and, and you know, so, so, but, but we shouldn't have to displace hundreds of students um, for, for that. So, you know, we're, we're lobbying the government for, for a reversal of that decision to get creative and, and look for other solutions and, and find other arrangements that, that leaves both cohorts happy. Um, I suppose the other thing that we're trying to do is, as you said, we're trying to secure other accommodation um, and other housings for for these students. You know, we've we've four to five hundred students who've been directly impacted by these closures, but we also have hundreds of prospective students um, who are looking for accommodation. Hundreds of other students who are still struggling to find accommodation. You know, I'd, I was on the radio this time twelve months ago talking about the the accommodation shortage in Sligo. So, you know, this is this is definitely a problem and, and, and definitely a crisis that's been 
been amplified by these closures and the abrupt closures. So, you know, we're we're looking for for other arrangements for 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 Sligo students. You know, we're not just putting all our eggs in one basket trying to to get this decision reversed because on the off chance that it's not or on the chance that it's not, you know, we 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 need to have a plan B and we need to we need to try get our students um into into some sort of suitable accommodation. So that may be through digs accommodation um from the Sligo community. We're working on a campaign currently with with ATU. We'll be appealing to the Sligo community to try to try help, but you know it's definitely not not an ideal 